Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Believe SoCal Sweat. We have seen so many diet trends come and go, and another diet that is both a myth and a fact, people argue back and forth, is called the negative calorie diet. Now, what is this? It sounds like it's too good to be true, but it actually rather makes sense if it comes to science. Now, negative calorie foods are defined as the following. They are foods that contain less calories than your body burns metabolizing them. Water is the perfect example because it contains no calories, but the body burns one calorie per ounce, so the more water you drink, the more weight you lose. Hence why we're supposed to be drinking water, not only for our bodies and health, but for weight loss and weight weight maintenance. These negative calorie foods are whole foods that are not processed, high in fiber, nutrient-dense, and contain a lot of water. They make your body work really hard to metabolize. And there's so many to choose from. But remember, they are not high in protein. To define negative calorie foods again, because it can be quite confusing, negative calorie foods supposedly require more energy to digest and process than they actually provide to their body. Fruits and vegetables with high water content and few calories are marked as negative calorie. They're full of insoluble fiber or water content. If the science is true to form, and if these foods actually exist in the way that I'm talking about, you could theoretically lose weight by eating them, as you would use more calories eating and digesting them than you would gain from their actual calorie content. But please keep in mind again that this is another scientific concept of a diet, and some may argue against it, but it really does make sense if we break it down a little bit more. I'd like to talk about what's called the thermic effect of food. And this is the amount of calories and energy it takes to digest a food. Now, I'm gonna tell you about the protein, carbs, and fat, and how that breaks down. So the thermic effect of food for protein It burns 20 to 30% of calories and digestion when you eat it. So let's just say that you're eating 100 calories of protein. You will burn about 20 to 30 just digesting it. See how that works? It sounds pretty magical. How about carbs? Carbs is 10 to 15%. So you would be burning 10 to 15% of what you intake for carbs. And finally, fat. It's super efficient and it only burns three to five calories if you intake 100 calories. Well, that's not great. And fat is delicious and this is why we just have to keep these things in mind. So again, protein, it burns 20 to 30% of the calories used by your body to metabolize it. And that would be a loss of 20 to 30 calories that even though you're intaking 100 calories, you are only taking in 80 to 70. So that's kind of good news. 
Celery is among the most famous of the negative calorie diet foods. And the University of Cambridge did a study. They brought in 15 women who fasted overnight. They then consumed 100 grams of celery, or 16 calories. During the next three hours, the scientists measured the amount of energy and fat oxidation, and they burned 13.76 calories of the 16 calories consumed. Thus, only 2.24 calories were actually absorbed by the body. And this doesn't even mention the fact that they may have been excreted, and you can't really measure that. So it would then go with this argument, it would then go into a negative calorie deficit. But all in all, this whole thing from the myth, the facts, the scientific evidence or not, moving your body is the key. And all the foods that make up the negative calorie diet are whole foods and they're excellent for you. But please keep in mind, this is all about sustainability. Don't obsess and moving your body is the key, but do enjoy. Try not to get too obsessed with any type of diet because it only lasts for so long and you need a sustainable, happy, healthy life. So let's go over some of the foods that are included in the negative calorie diet. I'm about to give you quite a list. So just little tips and tricks to add to your diet. And remember these are full of insoluble fiber, which is full of water, high in nutrients, and they're a whole food, so they're good for you anyway. But do please keep in mind again, they are low in protein or don't really contain a lot of protein at all. So if you are on a diet, especially for medical reasons, that requires protein, please keep that in mind so you can add more protein to your diet in other ways. Now, celery is the most, the most popular one when it comes to the negative calorie diet. It's high in water content and low in calories. And again, refer to that study from Cambridge. Apples, broccoli, they are dense with nutrients and antioxidants. Chia seeds. One tablespoon can really help with a negative calorie diet. They also promote tissue growth and gives you great hair. Watercress. They are full of phytochemicals. Cabbage. High in vitamins and gives you glowing skin. Brussels sprouts. They keep your blood sugar in check, which is great for diabetics and it keeps and promotes bone health, healthy bone health. Great for osteoporosis and osteopenia. Cauliflower. It's completely worry-free and so versatile. Carrots. Cucumbers. They are full of antioxidants and they are highly anti-inflammatory. Skin is high in nutrients and this promotes beautiful skin. Fennel. It has a licorice flavor. I happen to love black licorice. Do you? But fennel is a great spice and, and uh, herb to add to your negative calorie diet. It promotes bone health and it's full of vitamin B6 that promotes iron absorption. And next we have garlic. It's full of vitamin C, B6, manganese, and fiber. Next is leaf lettuce. It protects the heart and it has A, K for vitamins and antioxidants. Arugula. It's spicy and it's peppery. Some people like it, some people don't, but it's an excellent source to add to your diet. It promotes bone and heart health and prevents cancer. Soup. Broths only, not the cream-based. Sorry guys, I know they're delicious. Oh, boy do I know it. Beets. 
Some people love them, some people hate them. I grew up on beets, I absolutely love them. You can make a beet borscht. You can look up these Russian recipes or Eastern European recipes online and they are delicious. Beets provide vitamins, minerals, and nitrate, which brings down blood pressure and improves athletic performance. In fact, I actually take beetroot as a capsule on top of the beets that I eat. And that was actually highlighted in the Netflix documentary, Game Changers, that beets really improve athletic performance. Asparagus, full of vitamin C, K, potassium, and it really helps with hangovers. Not that you wanna eat asparagus the next day, but while you're eating those big uh, greasy meals, add some asparagus. That might help your hangover. Chard, again, this is a big leafy green. It's full of nutrients, fiber, and it prevents kidney stones. Grapefruit, it's full of fiber, full of vitamins, minerals, and it's one of the lowest calorie fruits. I want to please make sure to caution you that Grapefruit can sometimes alter certain medications. So if you are on a medication that is really helping you, such as Coumadin or something that you really need, please consult with your doctor because sometimes grapefruit can actually negate the effects of a medication um, with the amount of acid. I'm not sure of the scientific reasoning behind that, but please consult with a doctor if you add grapefruit to your diet and you're taking any of these supplements or pharmaceuticals. Next is kale. Delicious, it helps prevent diabetes, vitamin, and it contains vitamin C, antioxidants, and helps the kidneys. And there's so many ways to make kale. Kale chips, I've tried to make many times, and it has been a hashtag fail every time. So I usually take it raw with salad, or bake it, or put it in a crock pot, soups. It is a excellent source for the negative calorie diet. It's packed with vitamin C and boosts digestion. An easy fix would just be to intake a big glass of water in the morning, which is always recommended, and add some lemon juice or just squeeze a lemon. That really helps with a negative calorie diet and really cleanses your body. The next one is the powerhouse of onion. It's full of fiber, folic acid. It contains no sodium, no fat, or cholesterol. It's an immunity booster and it promotes heart health. The next food I'm gonna mention is very interesting to me and that is the pepper. Red, green, yellow. They contain potassium, vitamins, and folic acid with all of their varietals. Now, please don't hate me, please don't hate me, please don't hate me. Tom Brady avoids peppers and they are actually nicknamed as nightshades. Again, please don't hate me. I love Tom Brady and I read his TB12 book, The TB12 Method, and he highlights everything that he avoids and intakes in his diet, among all the other things that he does that are so disciplined, but you can't be the goat without him. Sorry guys, again, don't hate me, I love Tom Brady. Why should he avoid nightshades or peppers? And why should someone else possibly do that? Well, nightshades or peppers can be problematic for people with autoimmune disease due to their amounts of lectin, saponin, and capsaicin. These are all compounds that actually have a high potency in nightshade vegetables, which are like eggplants, peppers, all of those. All plants and animals contain some sort of lectin, but if you are suffering from an autoimmune disease, this would certainly be something to avoid. But for the rest of you, nightshades and peppers are great for the negative calorie diet. The next one is the papaya. It has tons of medicinal properties. 
and it's full of antioxidants. It also protects the skin. And you may have noticed that there are many papaya face masks out there, which promotes beauty and beautiful skin. And if you intake the papaya, even better, because it goes from the inside out. The next one are radishes. Some people love them, some people hate them. I happen to love them. They're really, if you thinly slice them and add spices and spinach and add them to your salads, it's really delicious. They're full of vitamin C, antioxidants, and they have anti-diabetic properties. The next one is spinach. Just think about Popeye. Full of vitamins, folate, and again, spinach gives you glowing skin. The next one, delicious strawberries. They're full of potassium, vitamins, sodium, no fat, cholesterol-free, and promotes skin health and immunity. And strawberry ice cream, I learned, is the number one flavor in America. I'd be surprised, I would definitely take chocolate. Strawberry would be my last choice, but I do like strawberries as a fruit. Next are snap peas. They're full of beta carotene, potassium, and vitamins. Truly delicious. Tomatoes. They're versatile, full of vitamin C, fiber, lycopene, which promotes eyesight and makes your bones stronger. The next one is quite a powerhouse because it packs 95% water, and that is watermelon. Just a little share, maybe too much information. My ex-boyfriend was a model and he was preparing for a shoot. And a lot of times we as models just sort of change our diet two to three days before the shoot so that we're shredded, like completely shredded. And again, folks, remember that there are many diet tricks as models. No one is perfect, we are not perfect. There is Photoshop involved. And when you diet down, it's not a healthy or sustainable lifestyle. So anyway, he had eaten watermelon two to three days prior to the shoot to look shredded. And again, watermelon is 95% water. It's also high in fiber, amino acids, and it really burns fat. But back to the modeling job, he not only took the watermelon with 95% water for two days, but once he got to the shoot, he spent 95% of his time in the bathroom. <laughs> bathroom humor, sorry, had to share. But watermelon is 95% water, high in fiber, amino acids, and it truly burns fat and is delicious. Next is the zucchini. It's high in water content, low in calories, and just a little tip, there are more nutrients in the skin. And you can do so many things with zucchini. You can make pasta, breads, and there are different kinds, the white, the dark, and it's really delicious and versatile. Next are just adding herbs of basil, dill, so many others. Spice up soup flavors, so you're already getting these herbs that are in the negative calorie range. The next one is chili peppers. Oh, these are fabulous with all their colors and the amount of spice. Well, these are actually really good for you as well. They speed up metabolism. The green chilies are great. It prevents blood clots and makes your heart very, very healthy. So add chilies unless you have any kind of blood pressure that if the capsaicin rises, may not be good. But delicious, spicy. Some people love spice, some people don't. But if you like chipotle, add that chili. Mushrooms full of zinc, magnesium, minerals, coppers, riboflavin for healthy blood cell count. And how about ginger? We see this so often in traditional medicine in other countries. It's in teas. It offers relief from inflammation and lowers blood sugar. So if you suffer from any of these, it might be good to just add ginger to your diet. And there are a lot of desserts that have that. 
and or drink some tea at night of the ginger tea. The next one is jicama. It's high in fiber and it's a great substitute for potatoes. It's prebiotic and it balances your blood glucose. The next are those cute little clementines, cuties. I love the cuties brand. They're full of vitamin C, antioxidants, minerals, good sugar, and protein. And oatmeal, it's filling. It's a protein that you can add to the negative calorie diet. And again, as we said before, protein is lacking, so oatmeal might be great with this, and it's versatile and tasty. Some other things I didn't mention are broccoli. Broccoli has 31 calories per cup and is actually 89% water. And a few other foods mentioned from other sources are blueberries with only 84 calories a cup. And imagine what your body takes to burn that. Also potatoes, they also contain 58 calories per cup. Raspberries, 64 calories per cup. And salmon contains 121 calories and 17 grams of protein. So you can really calculate that. Also chicken breast, plain Greek yogurt, whole eggs, and pork tenderloin. Now the next one's kind of funny as well. This is calories used to chew gum. Some people wonder if the energy expended during gum chewing could help contribute to a food being in a negative calorie deficit. A limited amount of research has shown that chewing gum increases the energy your body uses by about 11 calories per hour. But please don't chomp or smack your gum in my presence. I will hit you. <laughs> so annoying. I know myself, I always have a piece of gum in my mouth and when I'm on camera, I always get told by the director, get the gum out of your mouth. And then I put it inside my mouth, like way up near my molars and uh, it alters my speech and then I get in trouble again. But I do like having gum just because I like to keep my teeth moisturized during the day to promote healthy teeth. And finally, the mecca of the negative calorie food diet and just overall health in general, as everybody should be doing, is in taking water. Again, it's the perfect example because it contains no calories, but the body has to burn one calorie per ounce. So the more you drink, the more weight you lose. And the colder the water is, the better. But some people argue against that because some people take it in the morning hot water with lemon, and that is supposed to boost metabolism as well. So these are just some tips and tricks to add to your diet in the myth or fact of the negative calorie diet. And again, please be cautionary on things that I mentioned, such as the nightshade peppers, the grapefruit, anything else that could possibly alter anything that's going on in your body with autoimmunity, a medication, or anything else. And do again, please remember that these are low in protein. Now, finally, one more thing, gluten-free. Now, gluten-free has so many pros and cons, and it started because people have celiac or Crohn's disease, and gluten-free was very dangerous for them. But the food trends have gone gluten-free all over the board. And I look at the whole fact, and I broke it down via Rocco Despirito, the chef. He says to avoid gluten, since it's naturally high in calories. If you eat gluten and you want more of it, it actually makes you an addict, so you tend to overeat. It shuts off lectin resistance, which is the hormone that tells you that you're full. Gluten actually shuts this off, so you have more control over your portions and how much you eat. And a final myth as far as people going against the negative calorie diet. 
One dietitian had said, we can never assume our body is so bad at digesting things that you'll actually be losing weight by eating food. It just doesn't make sense. However, it is great for dieting while keeping you in a caloric deficit, high in vitamins, and it keeps you full. But again, please don't obsess. Always think of sustainability and in your lifestyle. You wanna be happy and healthy. Obsessions are not good. And always incorporate physical activity. I'm gonna add some recipes and books to the notes. It has been such a pleasure to bring you to another podcast and I really appreciate all of you for listening. So again, this is the Negative Calorie Diet. Take it as you will. It just gives tips and tricks for another way to be healthy, incorporate or not incorporate. Thank you again so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat and I'll see you next time. We appreciate you for listening and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Anne McDaniels or at Anne McDaniels Actress. And I'll see you next time on So Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.